Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Friday snow day. Woo! Snow day, fun day, snow day, fun day, snow day, fun day. Welcome into PHOI Phillies podcast. We've got Jamie Lynch, Tyler Zuli, myself, Renee Washington. And guys, we are 69 days away. Nice. Maybe you want to do it or shit? Okay, there you go. Nice. And 25 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting. So it's getting closer to that February 14th day and uh, the start of the actual season with opening day now at 69. Guys, we're getting closer. Happy Friday, everybody. Nice to see we've got our usual friends in the chat. Welcome into our Tyler, nothing jumps out about that number to you, does it? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. No idea. Yeah. Here. <laughs> no well, idea. It's, it's, one, it's one less than 70. It's a good like hurdle to get over. Or under. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see we've got Chris, Scott, Matt in the chat. Oh, that rhymes. Hello, Matt Deckard's already Ian. talking cocktails. I, you know, I've got my drink. You guys got your drinks? No, I have a, I have a coffee and a uh, iced tea. I'm still well, catching not, up on. I mean, there's gonna be some bourbon in that coffee mug right after the there's, show. There's no liquor in mine either. In mine was just a yeah. Castle. No, of course not. <laughs> mine is. <laughs> I, all right, let's see how well you know me. What's in my cup? Tea. Uh, tea, tea with or, vodka in it? Gin? Or there's some, Maybe some, some juice? sort of juice. There's a juice. Yeah, some kind of juice. Hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a snow day. You have hot chocolate on a snow day. I was going to make a tea, though. And then I was like, no, it's a snow day. Like my, like when I was growing up, we'd always have hot chocolate on snow days. All right. So guys, listen, um, oh, Jamie, you did make your own coffee. So there's a small win for today. Yes. Yes, I did not leave the house today. (laughs) All right. Now this is fun. I kind of am enjoying this. It's like we get a little sneak peek into your houses and also get a chance to, uh, chat more casually. Are we jamming? Yeah, from as the Tyler bathroom? said, the uh, the the Pearl Bad Jam Religion show behind me, uh, aka the last show ever at the Spectrum, uh, was a good one, Classic. and that was on a Phillies World Series night too. And we were talking about it briefly before the show. It was one of those nights. I think the f- 
somebody was it the Flyers or Sixers might have been in action too uh over at the at the bigger arena so you had pearl jam closing down the spectrum you had philly's world series game going on and you had somebody in the wells fargo center so it was just like one of those nights down at the the complex you'll never forget that's that's incredible you love those moments and i'm glad you had fun at your concert last night i know matt is asking in the chat about your concert because before we talk baseball we want to check in you're here you're not hungover you're yeah how was it Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, Digital Planets, uh, you know, a 90s hip hop group that's from Philly originally opened up. So like a lot of old school hip hop heads came out for that. And then uh, Black Pumas was the main act and they were they were awesome. Really, really good. Well, we've got lots to get into on the baseball front, too. And uh, by lots, we mean not a lot. So we've got it's Fridays with Foley. We've got some trivia. We are talking Josh Hader. We're talking Robert Stevenson. We're talking Bryson Stott. Uh, plenty to get into today as we are having a fun snow day. So let's start off the top with uh, someone who didn't make the top list, Bryson Stott. Now, this was very surprising to me, guys. Um, the top 10 list that came out for second baseman. MLB posted a list and there is no Bryson Stott on that list. We've got Mookie Betts. We've got Jose Altuve. We've got Marcus Simeon, Luis Arias, Ketel Marte, Matt McClain, Andres Jimenez, Eduard Julian, uh, Zach Geloff, Nico Horner, no Bryson Stott. And I saw other lists that have come out. There was like a fantasy baseball list that came out that had Bryson around number 11. I saw various MLB individuals that posted lists. Um, so it was like Sarah Langs who posted him and she had him at number <laughs> nowhere on her list. Um, and then we had Vince Gennaro had Bryson at number 10. We saw, I saw Mike Petriello had Bryson at number eight. So all these lists, but MLB's actual list did not have Bryson Stott. Are we over hyping Bryson? Is it us? Is it them? I feel like it's them. No, I mean, um, I think there's a case you can make. Look, those top six, I think, are pretty locked in. Uh, McLean up through bets. You know, the first two uh, are Hall of Famers. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to uh, to put them above that. Uh, Arise, you know, led the league in hitting last year. Kettle Marte, as much of a pain in the ass as he was in the NLCS, is uh, really, really good. Matt McLean is emerging. Now, now it gets interesting. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, and I, I, I can't wait to hear Tyler cause he is, uh, he might be him and my wife might be Bryson Stott's number one fan club. Um, <laughs> Andres Jimenez, I think is probably one of the best fielders in all of baseball. Uh, can you make the case that Bryson's offense is better than Jimenez? I think you can, uh, but does his glove supersede a top three gold glove is, uh, for, for Bryson Stott? Um, and then the other three, I would probably have Jimenez slightly ahead of him just because of that. But then Julian Geloff, um, they're still fresh, like still wet behind the ears. Uh, I think Phillies Nation pointed out that combined, those two have only played, I think, 178 or 180 innings. Um, So if you're projecting them ahead, okay. But I think you can make the case Bryson Stott is ahead of both of those. And then Nico Horner, you know, uh, had a really, really good year. So. I, I think you can make the case he's in that back three, but you know, at the end of the day, it's just somebody's list. And, and guys, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like the, the Stott, you know how much I love Stott. And I think that probably deserving yeah. the top 10 selection, but the one that bothers me way more than Stott not being on here. Did Ozzy Albies die? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I, I didn't even not, realize that. Did something 
something happened that we don't know about because there is not a planet in this solar system that Ozzy Albies is not a top 10 second baseman in Major League Baseball. It, that's insane to me. So that is kind of nuts. The yeah. other three lists that I saw have him at four, five, and six. Um, it just it's, yeah. Neil it's Dever says the the fan vote has him at number six or nay. So he is getting recognized. Yeah, I mean, right I don't now. understand how he didn't even make the top ten, but then on some that he's at four as high as four. That's a huge difference. I could see. Okay, Bryson, we're talking about being eight, nine, or ten. So you're right on the cup, the cusp of actually making that top ten. But like four to not on the list at all is a very wide margin. So that was that was very interesting. But every list that comes out, it's it's interesting. There's always a couple names that jump out at you that you're like, huh? How did that name make the list or not make? Yeah, the and, list? and it might be one of those things where like Bryson just hasn't gotten the national recognition that uh, he deserves yet, uh, because you know we watch him every single day and we see him yeah. fouling off pitches and keeping uh, at bats alive and like all the little things that kind of differentiate you into being a great player so maybe that's just he's just not on that stage nationally yet and we see it already um but you know i think he's a top 10 second baseman uh the fact that albies wasn't on there is offensive <laughs> and i believe it was todd's lucky that put a piece out that was talking about bryson stott as the player that he's really expecting to have a breakout year because of that for us it doesn't seem like 2024 should be a breakout year it felt like 2023 was but on the national stage, he still hasn't gained enough of that attention where he's a household name in that same sense as names like Jose Altuve and Ozzy Albies. So I do think this might be the year that he goes from just being a Philly household name to more people around Major League Baseball knowing him, which then would put him on this top 10 list. So I think it is Boydie a sign and of like, agree, Renee. oh, brother. They agree with your point. They think it's excellent. It's been, a while since, it's been a while since we saw those two. I forgot about them. Wow. Everybody okay. say hi to Whitey and Harry. They agree. Excellent point, Renee. They're bobbing, they're bobbing their heads in agreement. I mean, guys, I think the, the, with friends. the one thing with Bryson Stott is if his lefty-righty splits improve this year, the way that they – I mean, they took a step last year because, let's be honest, he was awful against lefties two seasons ago. Last year mm-hmm. he was better. And if so if he takes another incremental step – there's no way that you can leave the guy off a top 10 list. It's just, yeah. I, I just genuinely wonder, like, do these lists sometimes get made? And I don't mean with Stott in this case. I mean, I'm going back to the Albies thing for a second. Like Albies is these, way more offensive. Do these lists get made just because they know we're going to talk about it and our friends are going to talk about it and we're going to do the barroom discussion about who's the best and blah, blah, blah. Like, do do these lists get made sometimes with that in mind of, like, if we leave off a prominent person, we're going to get clicks clicks and engagements and things like that. I, I don't know if this one's that um, evil. Like, it seems like they just forgot. Like, yeah. did they forget Ozzy Osbys is a second baseman? Uh, I think MBD said, you know, he was top 20 in MVP voting last year. Like, right. the dude is awesome. I think they just missed him. Second baseman. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think it's a matter of... Okay. <laughs> I think it's a matter of, to your point, Tyler, um, actually, I don't, I don't think it's a clickbait thing, but I do think there's not enough of maybe voices that are saying, Hey, by the way, we forgot someone. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I'd love to see who was involved in this, in this list and 
maybe who was not involved in this list that would have helped make it a little bit more accurate. Um, but yes, I, I don't think it's a clickbait thing. I think for this situation, it was. They had to have forgotten. Really, I don't know how you like forget. Some of that, that's I that don't know how somebody weird. missed that, but it, it seems to me like that's the only reasonable only explanation for this. Yeah, they just were like, ah, oh, shit, we forgot Ozzy Alzabees is a second baseman. It's a bad forget. That's a really bad. That's forget. a bad. It's real bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's odd. I mean, we're talking it's, top 10 and he's, he's a top three, two, three, four, um, and he's not even on the list. So very, very interesting. Um, but it also reminds us these lists, there's no, there is no right or wrong list. At the end of the day, there's, this is one of those, as you talk about the barroom discussions, talking in your basement with your friends, maybe, um, that this is just a conversation starter, but there truly is, except for maybe one through three, four, five, I, you can even say that bottom half of the list is all opinionated. And we're going to have our own list at one point, guys. Don't you worry, because we're going to be coming up with our own top 10 list, five positions. We're starting very soon. It's Friday. It's the end of the week, so we're not starting today. But we will be starting that up uh, most likely next week. So we'll have our own Absol- list. Absolutely but, hammered, yeah. says, uh, are they are they targeting uh, Braves fans for the rage bait now in front of us? Have we fallen off that much? Uh, maybe. Maybe they know the Braves are down real bad after the past two postseasons uh, and, they're, and they're rage targeting. Yeah, Philly's Twitter has to step our game up. It's it's time to step things up a notch because yeah, I'm getting and, that vibe too. By, by the way, guys, M- MBD brings this up. His uh, we we're talking about Bryson Stott. Yes, his OPS split righty lefties is significantly closer than what I made it out to be. Horrendous was a strong word. 2023 <laughs> was difficult, or 2022, excuse me, was difficult at times for Bryson Stott, and it's why that you know you saw uh, kind of a mix and match in the you know the middle portions of the season. Um, with Bryson Stott, you know, playing short at the time. Um, mm-hmm. my, my point was to try to highlight he's gotten significantly better against lefties in 2023 than he did in 2022. Horrendous was a strong word. Yeah, and that's the thing. Last year, Bryson Stott was like an honorable mention for a top 10 list. He was in that category of like people to keep an eye on, maybe in the future. But you could you could make the argument that in 2023, the improvements that he made were enough to get him a spot at that 8, 9, or 10 spot. Um, but I will say, if he goes on and performs like he should this year, he better be in the top 10 next year, period. Well, Renee, I can tell you just a little trick of the trade. If he wants to really be on that top 10 list next year, he'll start hitting up bagels and co uh, because it's delicious, nutritious, and it's affordable. Uh, and they bring the best of New York right to you here in Philly. They have those huge Brooklyn style bagels. They're very large, hence the Brooklyn Jersey style. And they have a huge variety, usually 15 to 20 different types to choose from daily. They'll do seasonal ba- uh, bagels. We talked about the artichoke Eagles bagel. I, we just made that up. I don't know if they actually have that, they but they get into it. the sports. Yeah, I think they should too. I mean, I like artichokes a lot, so I'd give it a whirl. Uh, you know, the Eagles choke. Maybe they'll do an Eagles bagel. Sixers and flyers are hot. Maybe they'll do a uh, Owen Tippett goal because he's on fire right now huge cream cheese variety 30 different flavors and schmears uh they have their staples as well as their seasonal stuff uh for instance when the eagles are good not right now (laughs) they'll do cream cheeses they're gonna have sixers cream cheeses uh and some phillies promotional stuff as well and they're an affordable brand so you get a lot of food for cheap and in today's world in this economy It is key because they've debated raising their prices, but they don't want to be some bougie ass place that you only go to on the weekends. They want to be your everyday bagel place. 
Uh, and they they have a ton of repeat customers because they have really good coffee too. And it's not going to cost you seven fifty a cup. Uh, so don't go to those other big name places like Dunkin' and Starbucks and get a subpar product when you can get better product for the same price point at Bagels and Company for the best Brooklyn style bagels made right here in Philly. Head to thebagelsandco.com slash store dash locator backslash to find the closest bagels and co near you. Jamie, maybe we can get them uh, to go to run with an artichoke Eagles bagel. That's the only thing we might get yeah. them to the Eagles to run with. Um, but let's also talk about Rocket Money because, as we're mentioning, saving in this economy, you can save a lot with Rocket Money. And Rocket Money is a personal finance app that allows you to see all of your finances right on your phone. So now as you're scrolling through your phone, it makes it so much easier in one spot to check out all your transactions. I was actually just checking out mine this morning and being able to see where's your money going? What bills are you paying towards? What subscriptions do you have? What refunds are you getting? Or what are some questionable transactions that maybe have happened that are unique that Rocket Money is flagging and alerting you to? They help make sure that you know exactly where your spending is going each and every month. And they'll even help you by trying to cancel any unwanted subscription. So let's say you're, you have that subscription for $3 every month. You don't know where it's going. Rocket Money will take, take care of it and cancel it for you. So what I love about Rocket Money is they have helped save over 5 million users, not just me, over 5 million users. And I've helped save their members an average of $720 a year. And with that, over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So don't be creepy and have those unwanted subscriptions like Jamie is being right now. Be smart. Be on top of things with Rocket Money. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. That's rocketmoney.com slash P-H-L-Y. Save, save, save so you can buy some bobbleheads some coffee some hats whatever it is you want to buy mm-hmm. but uh listen Price i don't degrees. have anything cool i feel like i need to have something oh i have something i'll be back i'm a child renee this is my this is my bryce harper funko this from last coolest, year this is like the only cool thing i have and i feel like it's so cool but it's a soccer oh no i need to take the tape out it's a soccer tape dispenser and then uh, I have and this one as well here on, on my desk. This, this guy's this. name is, um, I brought him back from Australia with me. His name is Booney, and he is an Australian cricket legend. Apparently, he used to drink like 60 beers after cricket matches. So everybody say hi to Booney. All right. All right. Let's move along. Wade Boggs style, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's basically the Wade Boggs of Australian <laughs> cricket. He's massive looking. Um, all right, let's talk, booty, about, <laughs> let's talk about another man that's on our radar, and that's not Jamie's friend's boonie. Um, and it's not bobblehead, guys. I don't, Jamie's just going off the rails here because he's hanging in his basement, he's having way too much fun. So, let's talk right. about Robert Stevenson. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna start a countdown. Uh, I'm gonna update this, the scorecard for how many times Jamie is interrupting. <laughs> At, at being a child. <laughs> this is the real reason why we can't work from home, guys. This is the real reason. Why. All right. Robert Stevenson has been and ent- has entered the chat. Now, reports have come out, and this guy yeah. was pretty excited that I saw the tweet come out. John Rossi tweeted it, um, but it, Ken Rosenthal was the one that was dropping the news. The Josh Hader talks have picked up with Houston. We'll touch on that after we talk about Robert. Um, but according to 
Ken Rosenthal, Chandler Rome, John Morosi, the market is moving forward for Robert Stevenson, the top available righty reliever, and the teams that have been in the mix, as we like to say, the Mets, the Dodgers, and the Phillies. So the Phillies have some interest in possibly landing Robert Stevenson. Now, for Robert Stevenson, there's a lot of positives here. First of all, he's got the Caleb Cotham connection. Of course, uh, they were teammates back in 2016 with the Reds. So there's a positive. Uh, the thing that we want to keep in mind financially, Stevenson's market initially projected around four-year, $36 million contract in free agency. Uh, we know relievers are not hot on the market right now, but, I mean, we've talked about Josh Hader. Would you be more interested in Robert Stevenson? I think, to me, Robert Stevenson, looking at the way that he improved last season, um, definitely had a lot more of an upswing of why we'd be interested in Stevenson. A very interesting time with Pittsburgh, gets traded to Tampa Bay, and now the numbers that he was putting up at 30 years old um, make him a lot more interesting, a lot more of a guy that you want on the market. So I'm, I'm interested in Robert Stevenson. I think that's all I've got. I'm not like thrilled. I'm not excited because this is where the market is right now. But Robert Stevenson to the Phillies would be a, a solid move, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's my top one in the bullpen. Uh, he had a really, really good second half of the year once he got traded. Um, 60 strikeouts and only, you know, 38 and a third innings. Um, you know, he has that connection. Oddly enough, he was part of the Jeff Hoffman uh, to Cincinnati and Colorado trade. So he'd be rejoining uh, uh, potentially a guy he was part of a trade with, which is a little fun fact. Uh, but yeah, I, I have interest in him. He, he was really good down in Tampa. Tampa seems to, you know, do that. And, you know, we've, I always have Jose Alvarado in mind when we talk about getting somebody in the bullpen from Tampa and kind of fixing some of the issues. Uh, and you look at Jeff Hoffman and some of the guys that have really like thrived here under Caleb Cotham. Uh, the fact he has that rapport with them uh, from pre previous stints. It's like, yeah, sure. Bring him in. I think, uh, um, I think he's the best remaining. Uh, that being said, some of those other teams you mentioned from Morosi that are also interested in him are probably more desperate to get a bullpen arm than the Phillies are because the Phillies, as much as we're bored by this offseason, they're in a pretty good spot in the bullpen. Uh, yeah, we want another arm, but those other teams might be a little more desperate and looking to spend. Yeah, and as you talk about, in 18 appearances with the Pirates, the numbers that Stevens had had, a 1.429 whip, 5.14 ERA with 17 strikeouts and 14 innings, and then 42 appearances after the trade. As you mentioned, the improvement, um, his ERA dropped to 235, but also with the raise, he was able to adjust his slider to unlock an extra four miles per hour of velocity, which definitely helped his numbers go from an 80-45 to 88-89 after the trade. So Tyler, a lot of positives in how he improved, and now to be reunited with Caleb Cotham would be an extra bonus because we know Caleb can work some magical ways and help Stevenson be a great addition. Yeah. The, like the, the one thing you brought up was the, uh, the evolution of the velo on the slider. And it's almost to a point where they are differentiating it as two, two different pitches. When he throws it softer, it's still a slider. When he throws it a little bit harder, they're almost differentiating it as a cutter at this point. And uh, the, the addition of that cutter posted a 12 run value last year um, the Tampa Bay times in fact at one point tracked at bats uh, that ended in him throwing that harder cutter at 68 at one point throughout the season and he gave up uh, one hit 
uh, on those 68 at-bats when they labeled it a cutter. He struck out 37 of those hitters. But on top of that, like, the whiff rate was almost 60%. The strikeout rate was oh, 51.2%. Yeah. 51. You can call it a slider. You can call it a, a you know a, a hard slider. You can call it a little bit of a heavy cutter. Whatever, however you want to label it. The addition of that pitch or the tweak of that pitch clearly unlocks something in this guy. Mm-hmm. Add him to this bullpen where you've got a bunch of dudes who throw hard and have good moving stuff, um, whether it be Alvarado's cutter or you know Kirkering's slider or you well, know, we, Tyler. Stuff. We talked about this yesterday with the uh, the Ani, the guy in the, the R and D department, how yeah. he was responsible for encouraging mm-hmm. Hoffman to throw that more. So if yep. he's already unlocked something, maybe, maybe they see something else in him. Uh, I think, you know, what did you say? Four years, 36, Renee? Is that what the estimated yeah, rumor was? 30... Yeah. Yeah. 36, do four it. years, 36 do, is what do the, it. The I, I mean, haters, haters great and all, but you know, that's a hundred million dollars. So when you're talking about 36 compared to a hundred, uh, I think it's, I think it's the move. And Hopefully they can beat it, these other teams out. I was going to say, uh, the other important thing is it's the Phillies, Mets, and Dodgers, and you don't want him to go to the Mets or the Dodgers. So Mets haven't done love, shit, so they're yeah, probably love to see itchy fingers. Exactly. Agreed. I would love to see him in Philly. I think I'd rather have Stevenson. His his numbers are better, but also his financial numbers are better. So to be able to get him for four years, $36 million, sounds like a great deal. I want to also take a time to just say hello to everybody in the chat. I see K underscore Red. Yeah. A uh, spinorama and a bar down backhand. Uh, that goal oh, was incredible. Dubai. Incredible. Owen is, oh my Lord. Yeah, Tippett, we saw. Owen Tippett is sexy, man. I wish we were talking flyers right now because that goal was in, and he made it look easy. That's what, it was like graceful. It was, oh, it was beautiful. And then a lot of people um, are saying that the say statement hello. win, including Rich Hoffman in our morning newsletters. Big statement mm-hmm. win last night. And by the way, the, the Timmy Saunders goal. Having done so many broadcasts with him, I cannot get enough of the Tim Saunders Dipsy Do call. He <laughs> oh, I haven't heard it yet. Oh my gosh, it was fantastic. Oh, I'll have yeah, to check that out. Um, also, I want to say hello. We've got Dr. Nighthawk. You made it. You're on time. You, you've, you've made great timing. Um, also, CMC62480, as well as Stephen Garrison. We've got some more friends in the chat. It's a snow day. We're having fun. We're oh, all snowed Our in. friend We're Lisa, is a, she's an Avs fan. Oh, Lisa. I knew I knew Lisa was a big hockey hockey lady, uh, but she's an okay. Avs fan, so she's going to the game tomorrow. Well, I hope you enjoy the game, Lisa. And I also want to say thank you, Martian Lynch. I've been telling you guys that Tyler looks like Trey Turner. And now <laughs> that you can finally – oh, wait, he's this way. Now that you can finally <laughs> see him, doesn't he look like Trey Turner? I do say I, I don't love – actually, I like the fact that we're at home because I'm in my pajamas, um, especially from the waist down. But more importantly, Tyler, we get everybody get to see your face. Like we get to see you every day. And I just cannot unsee Trey Turner. Thank you. I don't I don't see it. I mean, I'll take it. He's a handsome fella. I just don't see right. it. Right. You just resemble Trey Turner. Um, all right. So what's up, guys? Still hit that thumbs up button. Join the chat. Let's have fun on this snow day. Uh also, as we talk about Robert Stevenson and we talk about underrated, maybe there's somebody that's a little over. That's Josh Hader. So Josh Hader right now has been a name that still is on the market, much like Stevens has been on the market. Uh, Josh Hader has been on the market. We've been seeing his name bounce around team to team, the Rangers. Uh, more, most recently with that report that came out 
by John Morosi about Stevenson and also dropped the news that the Astros have joined in on the discussion around Josh Hader. So it's the Astros, the Yankees, the Rangers that are all the favorites for Josh Hader, as well as Hector Neris. So that was pretty interesting to me. I'm like, you know what? Bye, bye, bye. Go ahead. Wherever you want to land, it's fine. I just don't want Josh Hader with the Phillies. I definitely would rather have Robert Stevenson. But uh, Josh Hader still on the market and then uh, another team in the mix for Josh Hader, guys. Yeah, the Astros, um, they're just like quietly always there. It's been like a decade of absolute dominance for them. So if they go and get Josh Hader, like you might as well just chant, you know, pencil them back into the ALCS or something because they just won't go away. Everything they seem to do works. I don't I think you need them. to pencil them in even with Hader. What the, the seven consecutive ALCSs yeah. they've made? It's um, insane. Another year or two. Guys, can I, can I shamelessly plug my article for a second now that we're talking oh, about Oh, absolutely, it? Tyler. So, Go ahead. One, plug away. Do your one, thing. One of, the, uh, one of the reasons Hater makes a ton Go of girl. sense. The money, the money's odd because I think the Astros are up against it a little bit. Um, but one of the reasons Hater makes a ton of sense is Ryan Presley only has one year left on his deal, and it's a mutual option um, for $15 million. So if for any reason the Astros go, yeah, we're a little strapped for cash. You know, they've already talked about maybe moving Framber Valdez. Um, there's weird talks about maybe a Bregman trade, which is insane to me. But uh, if they're a little strapped for cash, if they move on from Presley because of that $15 million mutual option, they're going to be a little thin at, at, you know, in the back end of the bullpen, especially if Neris doesn't resign. Um, Hater makes sense from a logistical standpoint, but from a monetary standpoint, I'm not entirely sure they have the capability of doing that. Hmm. Great points. And you guys go check out Tyler's been dropping some awesome that's articles. That's, that's my plug. That's it. <laughs> plug away. Check it out. Allphy.com. Yeah. Yes. Tyler's been dropping some great articles. As you guys always get to hear Tyler's insight on the show, he's got a lot of knowledge, a lot of numbers and players and thoughts that are really worth listening to or reading. So check that out. Of course, we also have between Tyler and John, you've got so much great Philly sports content, uh, Philly's content in general. So check it out on our website because uh, it's a Tyler, great, it's a great Tyler, me and you, me and you, since I, um, I, I don't write very well, me and you should do a futures week where we just uh, actually do like, you know, money bet on futures. And we just pick like 10 to 15 different futures. Cause I know MBD in the chat is always talking MBD's about his future bets. Oh, yeah. yeah, we should we should like uh, lasso together all the obscure ones and let's make some money this year, you know? Catalina yeah. wine mixer. I'm in. I'm all for making money. Just count me on whatever I need to do. I'll be Renee, there. please tell me um, please tell me you know Catalina wine mixer. Yes. Okay. okay. That I all know right. from Step Brothers. See, now all you're right. coming back into my range of movies, guys. I, I want to make learned. bank, bro. <laughs> I was worried. I didn't know. We're just a little different with our movie taste, but some there's like it's a Venn diagram. There's some overlap, and that's one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lisa, we, find we did talk about we did talk about the Stevenson Cotham connection as a plus. Uh, that's a huge reason why hopefully he'd be great to, to join the Phillies because he's already been improving as we saw last year with Tampa Bay. Come on over with Cotham and prove some more. Um, all right. So we will have John joining us shortly, guys. So we're taking this. But trio before we do that, Renee, 
Before know, we okay. get to John, let me tell you about game time. Because again, I used it last night. My wife listens to the show. She heard the $20 off your first purchase. Boom, my Christmas ticket or my Christmas present, which was tickets to a show last night at the Fillmore. $20 off. Boom. That easy. Use code PHLY. It is an awesome, awesome app to buy tickets to your favorite events nearby, whether it's sports, music, comedy, theater events. They have killer last minute deals with the best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing and start thinking about all the fun you're going to have. They have flash deals, uh, image of your seat views, lowest seat price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection. Basically, Game Time has your back, and it is the place for last minute deals. Uh, the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time's going to credit you back 110% of the dis- difference. Uh, they're the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps. Two times for me, Utah, and you're all set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your emails at the gate. Uh, they just make a great gift all the time. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, just create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Keanu Reeves. I heard that, Utah. Oh, you know that one. <laughs> two for two. Renee's on fire on this snow day. Utah. I just got to be two. home. I just got to be home. I thrive better. Yeah. Yeah. Utah, get the two. All right. So, Oh, listen. nice. Lisa used game time for tickets to tomorrow's Flyers-Avs game. Love it, Lisa. Yay. Take take advantage of these deals. Listen, I've done the same thing. I used a FOCO code. I've used the codes myself because oh, why not yeah. save money in today's economy as this guy. In this says, economy. <laughs> there it is. All right. Let's take this trio up a notch and make it a quartet. Uh, because Ooh. it is Fridays with Foley. Fridays with Foley. Woo! Look at us. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Nice hi, Tyler. Yeah, you guys are twinning. <laughs> yeah, well, I got. I, 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 for me. I, I got the. Logo, guys. I had to get the dad hat version. Tyler's a little yeah, more stylish. Nice. <laughs> I'm getting there. Don't worry. It's it's closing in fast. <laughs> wow. Next time, let me John, know. John, are you when getting you any snow, guys? Uh, did you get any snow where you are, John? Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. And, Is it? You know, try, <laughs> trying to enjoy the snow day, but uh, we got two kids here. It's it's not the same. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as it's not, uh, it's not as soon as the show as of old. Yeah, as soon as the show ends, I'm filling a flask of bourbon up and uh, taking the kids out to sledding. Uh, should be, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been sledding in a long time. Well, I just laugh at the people that are currently shoveling and stuff, and it's still. Are you guys those types? Because I'm the type. No, of I'm like, waiting for it to finish. Fall. Yeah, let it fall. I'm not going to shovel it and then come back and have to. Well, I'm not shoveling it in general, but. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people that Congrats are. Congrats on all right your now. success. 
bunkering in. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's one of the very few good things about renting and not owning mm-hmm. is yeah. I'm not shoveling anything out there. I, I pay my rent. You, you guys can go do it. Right, and that's exactly it they come by they they drop the rocks all they shovel they were even out there with a leaf blower at like midnight on monday i was like you you know you don't see it as much anymore like kids going door to door with the shovels so we just like trying to make five dollars yeah just john we uh we had some kids knock at the door the other day and it was just one of the days it was really cold and they were offering to walk people's dogs for money but when the snow hits the ground I haven't seen them around. You know, uh, interesting. If you're gonna hustle. You gotta hustle in the <laughs> snow, man. Yeah, they're oh. trying to uh, they're trying to work the system here. That's not how it goes. You gotta come out in the snow. <laughs> Listen, yeah, not to sound old, from, John. Uh, Marshall Lynch, that they, they don't even go outside anymore. I was gonna yeah. say, not ah, to sound old. Days. They're, they're not shoveling. They're making TikToks. Let's be honest. So instead of shoveling. Yeah. No, they're, they're making watching, a TikTok uh, what, show. What is it? It's the Squirtle uh, Jazz Flute? What is this? Flyers jazz song? <laughs> the Jazz Flute? It's the the sax? The Squirtle sax? What is this? <laughs> what are the kids talking about, Tyler? It's been the in my head all day. Flute. I can't get you. What is the this? Jazz Anchor flute? <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Um, <laughs> Jamie. Okay. Okay. It's in everybody's head. It's stuck. Oh, can you, you sing it again? Because I don't know that song. Nope, nope. That was all you get, Rene. Darn it. Well, listen, we got two seconds of Jamie singing and dancing. So small victory <laughs> for the day. I saw a little head bob in there. I, that's a win. We're done. That's it. Show's over. Um, all right, John. So it's been quite an eventful week for you as you've been participating in the winter tour with Rob and the gang. Uh, you know, what's this week been like for you? And what what have you really enjoyed most about being able to be involved with all of the um, work that the Phillies have been doing this week to give back? It started with Martin Luther King Day, where they were beginning their week of service and getting out in the community and hanging with, whether it's going to schools or going down into Kensington and giving out food. There's been a lot of great things. What's been the most enjoyable part about this week of fun for you? Yeah, it's it's been incredible. You know, this is stuff that the Phillies do a lot of behind the scenes and it doesn't always get publicized. I think, you know, they, they've had a, a million events this week. And if you check the Phillies Twitter account, they've got like one snapshot of, of Rob coaching up a, a little leaguer. Um, but it's, let, let me just give you a rundown real quick of everything the Phillies have been involved with uh, on Monday, um, volunteering at the Strawberry Mansion Learning Center, which offers uh, free after after school care and some summer programming um, for residents in the area. They hosted a, a clinic for RBI Baseball, reviving baseball in inner cities at Citizens Bank Park. Um, they, you know, they visited uh, a school that was one of the top performers in one of their in their fanatic about reading program, which is an entirely separate program that they do. And then one that was really special to me because it's in the neighborhood I grew up in is uh, they serve, serve meals at the St. Francis Inn, which I have to tell you is an incredible organization. And after going there, you know, it's it's the type of thing that just really really warms your heart uh and it's not so rob thompson was there brandon marsh um you know i'm gonna have a whole write-up of it on on allphilly.com shortly hopefully today uh but it's and john i saw you i saw you say marsh flew in just from from arizona just for this event 
which I think is like, you know, underrated cool. Yeah, yeah. This isn't uh happen to be around. Maybe I'll 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 come help yeah. out. This is flew in from Arizona into the ice and snow of Philadelphia. It comes to Kensington Ave and you know, it's just sort of uh you know, I wasn't trying to be in their way or in their face, but just sort of watching from afar, you could just see how genuine uh, Marsh is. He's, you know, it, every, everybody loves Brandon Marsh already, but it, if you could see what I saw. So St. Francis Inn, it's, a, it's an incredible organization. For about 40 years, they've they've been serving folks in need on Kensington Ave. They've never missed a day. That includes wow. through fires. Uh, I was talking to Father Michael Duffy, who sort of heads the whole thing up. Um, through fires, through the, the giant snowstorms of the 90s, through the pandemic, wow. when they, they weren't able to actually serve sit-down meals, which they like to do, but they, they were able to package things and hand them out to folks. And, you know, uh, for for a lot of folks on Kensington Ave, that may be the only meal they have that day. Um, the day I was there, they served 200 to 300 uh, individuals in need they, that were lined up early, uh, out in the cold, came in and what they do they treat this they were very clear when we first got there that they treat this like a restaurant this isn't like a, a soup kitchen situation yeah. folks come in they sit down at one of the 40 tables so a line sort of is always there you've got a couple hundred and only room for for 40 tables but then it's treated like a restaurant everybody has two tables each brandon marsh had his two tables he takes her orders he's figuring out what they want i mean some of the stuff like the the main meal is Smell, smell good. Uh, I see somebody asking for the name of the organization. It's called St. Francis Inn. Um, and I just can't say enough about them. It's, it's a beautiful thing. So um, you've got, you, you had Rob Thompson just plating um, roast beef, potatoes, vegetables. Um, you had Brandon Marsh picking that up and taking it to folks. I saw him you know, really, really trying his best to make sure that each person got their preferred dessert from the dessert cart. All the food <laughs> is donated. I, well, I mean, if you want your waiter to have a little speed and get the right dessert, I mean, Brandon Martin yeah, is a yeah. guy, right? Yeah, he's okay, a fast right. guy, right? So, I I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going on and on, but I, I can't say enough about it. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Man. I mean, uh, folks in Kensington, um, you know, the ones that are really struggling, often very dehumanized in, in some of these yeah. videos you see online. Um, so to see an organization like this that hasn't missed a day in 40 years, feeding people every day, mm. seven days a week, sit down dinners, um, you know, it just, it's, it's contagious. It's really it cool that it, they it make it like a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah. They give them yeah. an experience and not just like, you know, feel like they're at another, uh, soup kitchen or food kitchen. So, uh, you know, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 23 hours out of the day, you might be out on the streets, but for an hour, um, you know, all the servers, all the, the frequent volunteers were on a, on a first name basis with a lot of the folks right. that come in because they see them every day. And it's, yeah, it's not, it's not what you, what you think of. Yeah, exactly. When you think of like soup kitchens or something, this is, this mm -hmm. is something different and, and it's something beautiful. And that's the type of stuff that makes it more open for people to want to come in there because you don't feel in that, like you said, for that hour, for that time, you don't feel like you're a charity case. You know, you feel like you can be treated like everybody else. These are friends. This is your community. <clears throat> so I really enjoy the fact that you had a chance to go down there and check it out, see what was going on for everybody in the chat, of course, and those listening 
later on podcast platforms. John, you're dropping articles about your experiences this week with the team out on the winter tour. So you'll have more details there where they can check it out as well as your uh, deep dive into prospects. I know we'll get into our prospect of the day later on in this show, but John, it's been, it's, it's been great to see you a part of it. And I've been enjoying the videos and I'm looking forward to seeing more from the piece. But guys, while we have John on the show, we're going to we're going to up the ante here because we've got some Billy's trivia to get into. All right. Don't Ooh. think that just because we're at home, the book didn't make it. But I was saving it for today because I knew it was going to be a snow day. And I feel like it's more fun with John, too. Mm-hmm. All right. So, John, every day or every Tuesday and Thursday, but today is a, uh, since it's Friday, it's an honorable mention day. Well, we need, we need John's uh, buzzing sound. I know, um, and I feel like, yeah, we, oh, yeah. So here's how the question I'm a goat. Tyler is a, uh, what's, what's yours, Tyler? I guess I it's like, like a siren sounding thing. I, it was just the first thing that came to my head, and now it sounds really I think dumb. you guys need to refresh for the people that are here that may not know your sound. So. <laughs> yeah mine's gonna be a really quick really quick shout out to mbd in the chat he's uh he's a beautiful man uh just donated to the saint francis inn in your name john well done sir bringing light to that mbd thank you mbd that's the man right there good job it's uh yeah it's money couldn't be more more well-intentioned more well spent that's awesome we get, we got some great people here in the uh, in the PHLY community and, and and it's growing and we'll make it bigger and and better than ever soon. So uh, MBD, we we see you, we appreciate you, buddy. <laughs> I like it. Now, guys, we do have trivia. So here's how this works. And for those in chat, you are allowed to participate as well. You just gotta be really quick on the button of typing in the answer. So we are going to have um, today's theme of catchy nicknames, which I'm thinking is going to be too easy for you guys, but that's fine. And in order, instead of ringing a bell, you have to make your sound. And then that's what signals that you can answer the question. So Jamie, John, what do you got? What's your sound? John, yeah, what's yours? Does it have to be an animal sound? (laughs) No, it's anything. Can I pick any sound? Yeah. Something ridiculous. Buzz, buzz. Is that, I guess that's, that's good. Coming. That's good. Yeah. Buzz, buzz, right. buzz. That's me. I'm a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> Tyler, what is your new sound? You've, you've changed. Uh, I was just going to be a bell, but you said since it can't be a bell, I, I guess I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just, I'll go with the bell. I'll go, I'll go ding, ding, ding. Barbara Carroll says go moo. You can go, yeah, oh, moo. Mm. All right, I'll move. <laughs> All right. But I want to hear a little I'm more. Ooh, and I don't want to just hear moo. It's gonna be very like ooh. baritone. Ooh. Let me hear. That's Tyler. pretty good, Jamie. <laughs> I do a lot of animal move. noises with the girls. <laughs> I'm say, dad mode is, is in the full effect. Dad oh, yeah. mode. <laughs> All right, guys. The category again: catchy nicknames. <clears throat> Which nickname did Steve Carlton go by? I actually feel like I heard the moo first. Oh, oh okay. Uh, lefty. It's one point for Tyler. Woohoo. All right. What was Roy Halliday's real first name? Moo. Go ahead. Leroy. Tyler. No. Is it really? No, it's not Leroy. 
No, moo, I got it accurate. No, wait, moo, I'll do it again. <laughs> Leroy? That's his middle name. Is it? Leroy, yeah, it's for, I don't know. His real first name is Doc, as far as I'm concerned. No. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to buzz buzz. His first name's Harry. <laughs> Harry? Harry. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. How did you know that? Wait, he's Harry Leroy Halliday? Mm. I don't know about Leroy. That's weird. I, I assume it's Leroy, but yeah, Harry's his first name. It could be. You just blew my mind. Yeah, that, was a, that was a huge leap in difficulty from question one to question two. <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready to buzz in. Then. Yeah, I had nothing. Sorry about that, guys. My bad. <laughs> uh, the next one is going to be easier. Uh, this one's probably too easy. Let me skip that one. This one's easier still, though. Which nickname did Shane Victorino go by? Buzz Buzz. <laughs> Good job, John. I heard the buzz. Yeah, uh, buzz Buzz. For the I thought I was in. in. For the flying Hawaiian. And if you end, shameless plug, if you check out our Phillies prospect profiles on PHLY, uh, we've got possibly the potential of, a, of another flying Hawaiian. So I'll just leave that teaser yeah. out there. Direct everyone yeah. to the website. And while we're at it, according to Google, Tyler is correct. It was Harry Leroy. See, I knew Leroy was third. in there. So. The third. Not even a first or a second. Mm. Not. There you go. Ran in the family. All right, Jamie, this is your time to tie things up. No mm. pressure. Which nicknames did former Philly Richie Ashburn go by? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> go ahead, He's Jamie. right here. He is <laughs> Whitey. <laughs> Whitey. And? Is there something else? Yeah, Whitey. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, fellas? There's another one. Wait, <laughs> Wait, what was the question again? I thought it was just Richie Ashburn's nickname. Apparently, he has multiple. What am I missing? He has oh, he does. Nickname. Oh, shit. Harper's saying um, in the chat also. Everybody, Mickey's got it. All right. I've, everybody in the chat's been correct, too. Um, his Jamie. whiteness? <laughs> I, wait. I don't think I know his other nickname. Oh, I love it. There's something about his speed or running. Uh, I'm I'm or... not gonna play on this round. I'm googling it just for my own accord. <laughs> all right, so Whitey is of course his nickname that we all know. A lot of people did not know he's got a second nickname. It is Putt Putt. Yes, yes, that's right. Because he was sort of putt putt around the bases or something. Putt putt. Yeah. I don't know. You could have given. I me did a not know that one. Yeah, learning something new. <laughs> all right, so we are all tied up. I feel like we should have a tiebreaker. Uh-oh. Um, Do it. Um, all right, here we go. What is Mitch Williams' nickname? Uh, oh. <laughs> all right, I'm going to let – oh, dang it. This is a lot of pressure. Who was it? Everybody like yelling it out. Tyler, but, I feel like it was Tyler, but I don't know how to choose. I feel so rude. All right, Tyler, I heard the the move first. Wild thing. It is wild thing for the win. Chris <laughs> Lemmer got it in the chat also. Yeah, Barbara sang for his golf. That's why he was putt-putt. Um, uh, okay. Makes sense. There you go. Huh. Well, this has been fun, guys. I had a blast. There's a lot of cool nicknames in here. Pete Rose's nickname, Gary Matthews, Greg Lazinski. A lot of cool ones in here. But good job, guys. Oh. That's another edition of our trivia brought to you by me. 
Hey, real quick, I want to mention <laughs> the only reason we have these nicknames is because people helped work them out, and uh, we really need some help on nicknames for the the Phillies prospects we've been profiling every day on PHLY. This can make or break. Uh, Jamie, I know you talk about the name test. One way you mm-hmm. can over overcome a name test failure is by having a pretty legit nickname. So okay. everybody yeah. in the chat, <laughs> make sure you check yeah, out the profiles I, and make sure you, you get these kids some good nicknames because it could, it could determine the course of their career. It could. Uh, John, I got to be honest. We went through our names yesterday. I don't sound like a baseball player. I don't think John Foley sounds like a baseball player either. So, nah, I hate nah. to break. I hate to break that to you. Uh, maybe like a, if I had gone by Jack or something, missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you went like Foles. Foles. Put, 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 put Foley. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, John, one thing right. I did want to ask you this week real quick before we move on to guess that swing and all that. Uh, you, you got to spend a little bit of time around Orion. Does he, uh, I, I know like, you know, his motto on the mound. Wait, let me pull it up uh, just because I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, his simple rules on the mound are don't be a bitch, don't suck, don't break rules one and two. Like he seems <laughs> like he, he seems like he's got the right uh, headspace to be a high leverage guy. Does he kind of was your sense that he's like re- really ready and up for this challenge this year? Because I think they're I think they're counting on him a lot. I really do think they are counting on him. Um, you know, they're they're obviously you can tell they're they're shopping in the in the free agent uh, relief pitcher market. And now they're not going to do anything crazy and sign X as a, as a starter. It sounded like they were close before they. But as in terms of, of how Orion goes, um, yeah, it seems like he has exactly the right attitude. But he's so young. That's, I mean, that the, the challenge. Like, damn. Yeah, people people don't recognize the challenge of going from from single A ball. Double A, triple A, all the way up to the majors and pitching in the postseason. Uh, I mean, that's an incredible f- thing for anybody to do. So you, I mean, that's that's amazing in and of itself. Now, does he have that the aura of like a Mariano Rivera coming in and just like game over? You know, not yet because he's a teenager, right? <laughs> like he's yeah. uh, he's a young guy. I know there were, there were some comments uh, when people were. Sort of uh, commenting on his video or, or his mannerisms, maybe um, not looking super comfortable. One thing I do want to say is that's not necessarily the same situation as, as being on the mound, his comfort zone. Like he might, sure. he's not used to dealing with, you know, a thousand cameras in his face yet, maybe. But that doesn't mean he's not comfortable and confident in himself on the mound. And it, it's a very different it's thing. It's kind of like the, uh, the Nick Sirianni thing, like his introductory press conference. People were roasting <laughs> him. I'm going, the guy's on Zoom. Like, Zoom mostly sucks. Like, it's going to be awkward for him. That doesn't mean he's not comfortable on the sidelines. To, to your yeah, point. it doesn't have anything to do with, with how he's coaching now. I don't know. We're, we're starting to think maybe our first impressions with Sirianni were yeah. on the mark. Uh, we'll set that aside, and I'll just say, you know, Ryan Kirkering, anyone around the Phillies organization is is very high on the kid, uh, very possibly the closer of the future. I just worry that they're making the same mistake that they did in the postseason. Well, for the entering the postseason, what's a much of a mistake? Kimbrell was just kind of gassed, and you needed somebody to step in that high leverage right-hander role, and Kirkering did his best. Um I would I would just like them to see I would like to see them have a little bit more support with right-handed pitchers in the pen so that you're not 
immediately thrusting Kirkering into that role. Though, if they if they've looked at him and and they feel he's ready, maybe that's how they're how they're ready to enter the season. So I guess yeah. we'll find out. But he's he's got a he's got a brave future. You can tell. I mean, anybody that can make that kind of leap is yeah. And that's the biggest thing I feel like we all took away from his September debut. You could see the poise, even at a young age, he didn't seem very rattled. Um, mm-hmm. I did chuckle though, because I saw a lot of comments on your tweet about when you had him and Rob stand there and there were a lot of people captioning the the picture of like, Rob looks like he's his dad and he's about to lecture him. <laughs> like the way they were standing <laughs> was really funny. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, he's so young. He's, he's got a, a lot of growth and potential and, it's it's exciting to see how that's going to pan out this year. Um, but oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I just wanted to say, yeah, that that was a candid shot that a, a friend of mine, a teacher, Clara Barton, sent me, and he's, you know, it's, it's a very was it was the the tweet by uh, by Zoe like the your biggest fear as a grown man? Oh yeah, be like getting roasted Philadelphia by Philadelphia teenagers. Like <laughs> that's terrifying. Yeah. You know, pitching I, in the postseason <laughs> is one thing in the ninth inning, but walking out into an assembly at a Philadelphia school. I mean, terrifying. John, I, I tell did, you which one I did. Yeah, I did a career fair recently for a friend of mine that's a principal in Center City, and it was, uh, you know, all the juniors and seniors coming through, and I was just like, shit, man, just don't yeah. get roasted today. <laughs> like, that was my only goal. I was so nervous. I put on my best Jordans. I was like, just keep your head down and don't say much. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> kids are mean, Jamie. Kids will just say I know. things to you. They don't so care. Mean. So mean. They'll call me some old, old head nut ass, and I'm the next thing. <laughs> Where are you going to that? One of the old guys old head. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have uh, different issues because I look like I could still be in high school, apparently, to some people, depending on how I'm dressed for the day. So hmm. I walk into yeah. school and they're like, you're supposed to be in class right now, kid. What are you doing? Um, uh, like my heart breaks for you today. That's, that's, yeah, that's a good thing. Right? <laughs> I'll that later in life. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, I'm glad we got to do trivia, but unfortunately, I have to play the game I don't like. Guess that stands. Uh, or I'm on, a, I'm on a cold streak here. So finally, Jamie has gotten the last two wrong. That has been the only saving grace for me in this game because I've been thoroughly enjoying the fact that Jamie's also in a slump. And hopefully that continues today. You can go out the week. Oh, oh thank you. the last days. Proud of you. All right, Tyler. What are we? <laughs> All right, guys. Here's your player for today. I hope at least one of you gets this right. Oh, gosh. <gasps> oh, I got I it. I got it, Tyler. I'm there's one you. defining trait here that if you can catch pretty quickly, you're going to get this very easily. I caught it. Oh, wait. I know what you mean now. Now you're giving me second. Oh, no. No, don't second guess yourself. Ah, uh, but I don't it. think he I'm wears. I think you're talking about the left elbow, right? Or the is the right hand? Something's. Something strange is going. This is a right-handed batter, See, and his right his right hand is like halfway off the bat. Is that? See, is it the I'll, left I'll, elbow I'll, guard? Yes, I said that, and I think you guys are thinking too much into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with my gut because I'll second guess myself all weekend if I don't. I'm are we? But I are we? Te- all right, Jamie's locked. I'm texting these. Text Tyler separately. Not in the text thread. Tyler separately. Uh... Oh, but the the left elbow. Mm. All right, I'm having locked. second debts. I'm having real second guesses here, but I think uh, I th- I think I I think I got it. All right, I'm in. So it's too late, regardless. Wait, wait, wait! I actually I think 
Hold Are on. you changing your answer? I, oh, I, wow. I, wait, I kind of think I am. Okay. Um, are we sure this is a righty? Yes. I, uh, yes. Lefty. I think so. I mean, you. I can see how it's a little lefty looking too. All right. But I think John it's a righty. Is locked in. Jamie's locked in. Renee. Are the you elbow guard is messing me up, Tyler. Oh, God. I changed it, but I don't know. I need you to pick okay. one of the two of those that you just the gave. The second me. one. The second one. Oh, my God. Right. Wait. Oh, God. Ready? I, I don't. I, 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 I don't think know I'm how wrong. this is going to work on StreamYard. We'll see what happens. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah there it is. All right. I freaking knew it. See, I forgot about the elbow guard with him. I, I thought it was bone right away. And then I was like, wait, he doesn't wear an elbow guard. And there it is. So what I was what I was saying was the flow was the definitive. Like the, the, oh. the back, back of the hair was the definitive um, trait there. That's true. I, thought, I would say that's one of the definitive traits. I would also say once I saw the full full picture, you can see it's the, it's that classic. Bones getting off because I had the hair, <laughs> yeah. and then I switched it up because I was overthinking. I had it. I I I got a point. I'm giving myself a point. I said bones. <laughs> you deserve oh, it. it. You changed your answer. You <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the way I, games I, are played today. You talking? I don't know. I'm gonna change. At least I can guess. The Thank hair. God I stuck with my gut. Well, I love that you can see in that bone pick is you can tell that's that that's him just getting a bat on the ball, even though it, it uh, you know, jammed him a little bit. And that's that's another defining bone trait. Somebody that puts the ball in play when, you know, there's a runner on third. Yeah, and, and no he outs. does a really good job of getting the bat like level through the zone, regardless of where it is. I, I'd mm -hmm. say that's his strong suit. Yeah, that's absolutely. probably also why he doesn't have a lot of a lot of pop, because his launch angles are probably not great. Yeah, yeah, all he needs is another another fifteen pounds of muscle, and uh, yeah, then we'll really see what happens. Good job, guys. We all got a yeah. point today. Yes. Well, congrats to all of us. <laughs> We're all winners here, except, except Renee, who was wrong. Except I feel like I got it wrong. You gave I two answers, and one of them, the one you went with, was wrong. Well, who did you go with? JT. She said bone first. Don't worry about it on the second one. And then change the answer. <laughs> I did not cheat, Dave. I did not cheat, but the, the elbow guarded and Jamie was doing all that talking and it made me overthink things because mm. I felt like bone was too obvious. <sighs> all right. Um, we didn't get down on the farm today and uh, it's already 102. So guys, executive decision. Do we want to run through it quick or do you want to save it? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just do all it. Right. Oh, uh, us going we overtime? Can do it quick. Yeah. Overtime. Yeah, of course. All right. And John we're now entering overtime. So down on the farm today. And John, feel free to hang out for down on the farm. Come on down on the farm with us. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Down on the farm today, we are deep diving Carlos de la Cruz, 24-year-old, 6'8", 210 pounds. He's our number 16 prospect, although I've seen him as high as number six on some rankings. Uh, spent Last all 2022. I believe. With double A Reading, yes, 129 games, 24 home runs, 67 RBIs, 160 strikeouts, and a 259 average. Um, his raw power, 70 80, game power, 35 60. And some of the grades that I've seen for him his hit at a 45, power at a 55, run at a 50, arm 50, field 50, overall 45. A 6 8 Carlos de la Cruz, born in Yonkers, New York was not a roster invitee this year. 
Um, but given his size, reports have said De La Cruz has a solid feel to hit with a clean swing from the right side of the plate. And there is work he needs to do in terms of his overall approach with better pitch selection and discipline, allowing him to tap into his considerable, considerable raw power, which could be a plus with those adjustments. He is an average runner, though, but he gets better once he gets underway. And as a tall person, I can say most tall people are not quick for, with our first step and explosive, but we're with our strides, we get faster as we go. So six foot eight, guys. Huge. Six yeah. Foot eight. Um, <laughs> everybody that sees him play says uh, they're remarkable. Uh, they leave being uh, you know uh, impressed with his athleticism for such a for such a big guy Uh, first let's start with the name test absolutely sounds like this guy's going to Cooperstown like that is that is a hall of fame baseball name like this kid uh, you know it's written in the stars he was made to be a ball player Uh, graduated the same high school as Manny Ramirez George Washington Mm. high up in the uh, I believe the Bronx um, and you know, if he can get a little bit of osmosis from Manny, uh, you know, in those high school hallways, uh, then that would be pretty tremendous. Uh, as That's you said, it's all I like baseball. That's why I never made a career. There's nobody good in my high school. That's the problem. That's it. It wasn't yeah. my lack talent <laughs> that's, that's exactly it it's definitely not on you tyler it's the school <laughs> yeah you weren't breathing the george washington high school hallway air uh that's, that's my good uncle george but six foot eight that's, that's, a, that's a large human being it's i uh <laughs> i happen to be at uh spring training last year i happened to be at a game where uh where Carlos de la Cruz just balled out, crushed a home run. Uh, and they had him playing at first base and he sort of made a falling catch into the stands. And uh, yeah, he just sort of, I mean, obviously six, eight, he stands out. So he's, he's somebody that everyone's always going to be paying attention to, but he looked, he looked good. Then that's, that's the only time I saw him in person. I can also add that he was one of the players who stuck around the longest, um, for those that care about these things, he, he was one of the players signing who stuck autographs. around. Yeah, signing autographs after the game, uh, just long after the game ended. Uh, awesome. Yeah, very humble dude. I mean, 6'8", <laughs> baseball star, could be on the Sixers. And uh, yeah. and he's sitting there uh, signing autographs for every kid that came his way uh, just long after the game ended. So I'm, I'm yeah, excited talk- about Carlos De La Cruz. We talked about him at the rule five time because he wasn't selected by anybody. And we were talking about, is that a good thing that you get to protect your own guy? Or is that a bad thing? The teams don't really have any interest in him. Uh, Debatable. But, you know, his power kind of took off like two years ago. Some scouts fear that Redding's, you know, hitter friendly ballpark might have inflated those numbers some. uh, But he backed it up again last year. Uh, he is a 90th percent. I know this is sexy, not safe for work for Tyler Zuli. 90th percentile exit velocity, uh, as evidenced by his 108 mile an hour uh, velo, which did lead to that that uptick in power. So, you know, he's got like the raw tools. If he can put it together, he's he's going to be a fun one to follow this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of the reports have been better than expected, which is always a good thing. I think, uh, and I know different people in the chat are talking about his size. Lisa, you're talking about how you've seen him play in Reading. He is ridiculously tall. Um, Good game, not so good game. You know, I think one of the biggest things is, besides his height, the fact that off the bat, you're like, whoa, that's a tall, that's a tall guy. And he's actually better than many expect and covers ground a lot better as well. So De La Cruz definitely passes the name test. I don't even know if he would need a oh, name. Yeah. 
I don't think he would even need. No, I, th- I think he could just go straight with his name. And how about having yeah. six foot eight target over at first with the stretch? I mean, nothing, nothing's going by him, right? I, on him? Oh man, <laughs> I'm impressed to think about. Here, here's, my, here's my too. question with this guy: ten, I mean, maybe more than ten. Twenty years ago, I don't know if he translates well to the major league game. Sands the steroid error, take the steroid error out of out of the equation because of his high strikeout rates. He's, I mean, he strikes out at about 28, 29, 30, 30%. He's of boomer bust, yeah. He's very boomer bust. Now in today's game that is, you know, diminishing strikeout care, you know, pop, exit velo, and more importantly than anything, the launch angle that we always talk about, this guy probably has a place in baseball at some capacity. But I look at the numbers in like 24 home runs at Reading stands out to you enough. But I think in order for this guy to be a contributing everyday major league first baseman or major league outfielder, um, he's going to need to get his power numbers up into the 30s. Very like minimum, like he's going to have to be 34, oh, yeah. 35, because I, I just don't think a player of his his um, build and the way that he approaches his plate approach is set up i don't know if he's has sustainable success at 22 24 with this high strikeout rate yeah no it's a great point i think the other concern is the fact that he as of this past october did just turn 24 so he's on the older side for prospects so it's kind of like you talk boomer bust it's also like now or never um that his his timeline is is getting shorter of him to be able to get an opportunity in the majors so yeah we're definitely planning oh Oh, there you go, James. Um, we're definitely planning a road trip of our own up to Reading because we've got to oh, see yeah. some of these players in action ourselves and have a chance. And to I've chat never with been. Them I oh. talk about it every wow. single year. Me and my cousin are always like, "Dude, let's take the kids up to to Reading and catch a game." Awesome. And we've just never executed on it. So I'm going to drag all you with me, and uh, we're going to make it happen this summer for sure. <laughs> well, yeah. All right, I've cool. heard great things about the ballpark, so I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, I've been up to um, the Lehigh Valley. I've been out to Reading back when in my Lehigh days. It's a it's a fun trip. We can do it. So we yeah, definitely will we go. Will we it. have a lot of things on our radar for the future. We're going to give our own rankings. We're going to give our all-time Phillies. We're going to take some road trips. Of course, we're going to be headed down to Clearwater in March where we'll have our PHOI road trip down to spring training. We're going to take a, a road trip up to Reading and, and Lehigh. We're, we're going to be all over the place. So lots to come here. So we appreciate you guys following as always, tuning in, joining the conversation, having fun with us. It was a great day because we got all the trivia right and we had fun. Uh, so thanks for tuning in. Hit that like button. Make sure to oh, wait. follow. Renee, we didn't do daily positivity. I have one. It's real oh, I was quick. feeling so positive um, already. All right. I'm sorry. Go I- ahead. Uh, that's all right. This is number 14 on our list. All right. I think there's going to be less holes in the lineup this year, making the trade deadline an easier approach to clearly upgrade the team with. I, I don't think it's going to be one of those things where you have like two or three holes and you have to like pick and choose. I think there's just going to be like one thing to address. And I think it'll make Dave Dombrowski in the front office's job easier at the trade deadline to hone in on just one area. Yeah, that's you, good. Only that's ha- good you only one. have to make one move. It's just go get Will yeah. Smith at the deadline and everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wins World Series. I mean, you definitely get the feel that, that as the trade deadline approaches, you're 
it's very probable that you'll have that sort of one player away mentality. And uh, yeah, exactly. That makes the job so much easier for Tom Browski to go out there, focus on the one thing they need and, and plug that hole. So, yeah. I'm feeling positive. Thanks, Jamie. So there you have it. Number 14. <laughs> we got like 10 more it. to go. It's going to get tough. <laughs> it will. It definitely will. That is just our positivity exclusively for the Phillies. There's a lot of positive thoughts we need to spend other ways around Philly sports, Marshall Lynch, starting with the Eagles. I do see some other positive thoughts in the chat of having a double bourbon in about three hours. What is your guys' winter drink? Three hours? Three, uh, my bourbon will be poured in about 10 minutes, maybe seven. <laughs> um, I am going to longer some... walk to your bar cart than I do. That's why this is the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About I got little... some Blanton's. I got some Buffalo Trace, and I got some Eagle Rare waiting for me upstairs. So I'll take my pick of those three, and uh, wow. a flask will be filled as we go out to the sledding hill. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What about some red wine against the, against the snow? It definitely feels like a red wine day. Oh, yeah. Ooh. What time is it again? Ah. 112. But there's no laws on there. a snow day, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty of a snow day, you get Renee, to start early. Renee, can I please, can you, uh, can I live vicariously through you today? Because the days I miss being a city resident, like number one on the list, pre-kids, snow day in the city, going to like your favorite, you know, neighborhood bar. Mine used to be new wave uh, and just hunkering down by a window, watching the snowfall and, and day drinking was absolutely one of the most fun days. So please do that for us. Um, yeah, I'll be at my neighborhood bar. It's called right. uh, Renee de la couch. Um, and <laughs> a nice window there as well, where I get a, a beautiful view and get to people watch all the struggling folks that are driving by. I actually haven't even drank any liquor since like January 1st because I've been sick. And I feel like today I have to break that streak. So whiskey's um, good for sickness. It is like mm -hmm. a hot toddy mm -hmm. or whiskey. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. So today is the day that I uh, maybe finish off this hot chocolate and then upgrade a little bit. So I'm excited. Enjoy all of your snow days, sledding drinking some wine, hanging with the dog. Tyler, I thought your dog was going to be here today. Yeah, she. I'm, I am stunned. She didn't bark once. Wow. And, like, <laughs> she hates people at the door. Like, she thinks she owns the entire complex. <laughs> and so, like, we have a semi-private entrance, so there's four of us, like, in the, the one well. And anytime anybody walks in or out of their house, she barks like a crazy person. I am stunned you didn't hear her once. Wow. She respects the show. I <laughs> well, was yes, no kids and no dogs. Sleep. That's what that means. Oh, okay. I feel like kids <laughs> and dogs, as soon as you start on any sort of Zoom or video chat or anything like that, they their ears ring and they come running in. So impressive that we're oh. okay. There it is, Jamie. <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh no, John raised you. It's, it's Schmidt. <laughs> I know, but like, why? Michael Jack Schmidt. What you guys, Jack, you, you, you missed this generation, you. right? You guys are slowing me oh. down from getting closer to my couch and my wine. So, and I'm going to go find a nice movie to watch. Enjoy your snow day, everybody. Be safe out there. Definitely have fun. Um, enjoy the weekend. We'll be back on Monday without the bobbleheads, but back in <laughs> talking more baseball, more <laughs> trivia, more updates, more down on the farm with us here at PHOI Phillies Podcast. So for, <laughs> I, I'm leaving. <laughs> so for Tyler, let me point. I feel like we're the Brady Bunch. For Tyler, for Jamie, <laughs> for John, 
Other way. Other way. Other way. Nope. There you go. Yep. Now there it is for John, <laughs> for Tyler, for Jamie. Uh, whatever. And I'm Renee. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys back on Monday for more PHOI Phillies podcast. Adios, amigos. Have a great weekend. We all city like the mayor. 